Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Samach Beis. We are up to Sif Beis, which is on page Sadivov, the last two words, about to turn on to page 192. Can you pass Dr. Margaret his Mishabur? Oh, there you go. About to turn on to 192. So the Machaber says in Sif Beis, Yochol Likrosa Becholoshon. We're talking about saying Kriyashma. The Machaber tells us in Sefeiz that one can read Kriyashma in any language. And then the Machaber says one should be careful, careful not to use any kind of messed up language and he should be careful with this other language that he might be saying Kriyashma in just like he would be careful with Lashon HaKodesh. And the Mishabura is on page 192, the third line, Sif Gimel. You could say Kriyashma Bakalashon, Vidafka Shemaven Baoso Halashon, specifically if you understand that language. Vihuadin Bitvilo Ubirchasamazon Ubikidish Ubirchasa Mitzvos Vaperos Vahalal. And Huadin you could say in any language, Davening and benching and kiddish and a brach on a mitzvah and a brach on food and halal. This is all Mikradin that you could say in any any language. However, the choice way of doing the mitzvah, of saying Kriyashma and these other mitzvahs, is to say it specifically in Lashon HaKodesh. Why is Lashon HaKodesh the preferred way? So number three points out, that the reason why Lashon HaKodesh is the preferred way is that Lashon HaKodesh skulos rabos, it has the most schoolos from all the languages. And that's the language that Hashem speaks with His prophets. And Hashem created the world. So therefore, Lashon HaKodesh certainly would take precedence over any other language. Continues the Mishabura of Ayin Besifre Haachronim, Deviyamenu Af Mitzar Hadin Yesh Lizor Shalol Krosa Beloshan Acher Kiim Beloshan Hakodesh. The Achronim say that nowadays, even Mitzar Hadin, one should be careful to read Kriyashma Bedafka and Loshan Hakodesh and not in any other language. Kiyesh Kama Vikama Tevo Shein Anu Yodim Eich La Tikam Hetev. Because there are many words that we don't know how to translate them properly to another language. Kigon, for example, Tevas Vishinantam. Right, There are various interpretations of what the word Vishinanta means. One is a lotion of learning. And one is a lotion of sharpness. Like the Gemara says in Kiddushin, Words of Torah should be sharp in your mouth. That if someone asks you a question in Torah, Don't stutter and not be able to respond it right away. You should be able to respond right away. It should be sharp. So you see the word Vishinantam could either mean learning or it can mean sharp. So it's not clear how to interpret it into other languages. And so too with many other words in Kriyashma. We don't know a clear Hezbir of the words to translate them into other languages. Like the word S. They have to S. The Kadoma and similar words that we don't have an exact translation, and therefore even nowadays, you should say it in Lashon HaKodesh, so you're getting the proper, proper, uh, proper word. 
But when you're saying Shema and Lashon HaKodesh, V'chein v'tfilo u'berchaz ha'mozom v'kiddush u'shari brachos. But if you're saying in Lashon HaKodesh, Tfilo, Shema, Benching, Kiddush, other brachos, Afilo me'enu me'ven ha'loshon yotza. Even if you don't understand the language that you're saying, you're still yotze. Because the main part of Kriyashma that you have to understand what you're saying is the first Pasuk. That's where it's Ma'akev. And it's very hard to find a, a Jewish person that won't know the Pshat in the first Pasuk of Kriyashma. We'll see later in Simen Samach Gimel Sivdal. And therefore, if you say Lashon HaKodesh, at least you'll understand the Iker language of what you have to be saying. And the rest, at least you'll be saying the right words. But if you translate it to another language, you might be translating it into the wrong words, and you're saying the wrong words. Therefore, the preferred way and the Iker Adin nowadays, you have to say Lashon HaKodesh. There's a very important Biralacha here. It's actually, I would call it a famous Biralacha, because it comes up, anyone who learns Kedushin, um, learns this Biralacha. If you turn back to page Tzadivov, we're just going to do the second half of it. If you look about halfway down, the Ramaskal Yochol, in the middle of the line there's a period, it says, Vida o denirli bepshitus. It's a little more than halfway down the page. The Bir Allah says as follows. You should know further that it appears to me obvious. These things like we just discussed, that you could say in any language, Kriyashma, Tfila, Kiddush, etc. It's Dafka to people in the Medina in which you are located speak that language. We said you could do it in any language that you understand. Now we're saying it's not enough that you understand that the people in the country that you are in have to speak that language. But if the people from the country that you are in don't know how to speak that language, just rather this person and some some other individuals know this language, that's not called a language. With this country, if the country in general doesn't recognize this language, they don't understand it, just you and a few Yechidim, it does not count as a language. Bishlam, are you going to say any of these Tfilos or Kriyashma and Loshana Kodesh? That Be'etzem is a language. That's a real language. Hashem created that language. Which is not the case by other languages. Other languages are just uh, an agreement from amongst the people in the country to use that as a language. <coughs> and since the people in the country that you are in don't recognize this language, they don't know it, it's not called a language in that place. And the B'Allah brings a Raya, saying a Chiddush, that it only works, not only if you understand it, but the people in the country in general understand that language. Otherwise it's not good. What's his raya from the Gemara Kedushin? The Gemara Kedushin says, Ha'omer Charufasi B'Yehuda Mekudashas. The Gemara says, If a person's name is and Isha, and he uses this funny language of saying, and say, Hareat Mekudashasli, he says, Hareat Charufasi, in Judea, they're married. Why? She came Yehuda Karan Larusa Charufa. Because in Yehuda, in Judea, they refer to an Arusa as a Charufa. Aval Bishar Mekomos, but it's clear from the Gemara that in other locations you're not married. Even though both the man and the woman agreed to Kedushin. And Kedushin works in any language. But still, it won't work if you use this language unless you're in the country that that Lashon is used, i.e. Yehuda. 
Since this language is not a language in this location, it's like you give Kesav Kedushin to a woman and didn't say anything. The Dibur doesn't count. And it's Enam Okudashes. That's the Chiddush of the Bi'alacha. There is a little bit of a question on this Bi'alacha, and that is, interesting enough from Rav Hutner, we don't usually see him quoted here, but if you look at note number two, he writes, This Lashon of Harufa as being the Lashon of an Arusa, of a woman who is Mukudashes, is a Lashon Ilgim, which is a stammering Lashon. It's like Kinuyim of Nadarim that the Rambam writes, but that's if it's a, not a real language. It's a stammering language, a Lashon Ilgim. But if it's a real language, so then it helps even if you're in a place where they don't speak it. As Hagon of Chaim Ozer Grudzinski, he asked this question on the Biralacha to Rav Chaim Ozer, the Hiskim Imo, and Rav Chaim Ozer was masking that he doesn't understand why it'll be a problem. Meaning, just because Harufasi doesn't work anywhere else, that's that's a bad language. But a language, but French, which is a good language, so you say that in, in Spain where they don't speak French, so why shouldn't that be good? He sent a question to the Chavetz Chaim himself in his old age. The Omer HaChavetz Chaim, interesting answer, the Chavetz Chaim responded, that He didn't answer him, but he said when, when he was, uh, when he learned up the Sugya, so the Sugya made sense like this. That was the, that was the Chavetz Chaim's response. But anyway, that's the Bir Lachas Chiddush, even though we have this kash on it from a Futner, but the Bir Lachas Chiddush is, that not only do you have to understand the language that you're saying in Kriyashma, it has to be said in a language that is generally spoken in the country in which you live. If just you and a few individuals know the language, that would not work and that would not be considered a language. We continue weiter in the Mechaber on page 192. We are in Sif Gimel. The Mechaber says, When a person is saying Kriyashma, he has to hear with his ears that which he is saying with his mouth. You have to hear what you're saying. But if you did, if you didn't hear it with your ears, what you said with your mouth, you're Yotzei. As long as it was expressed, it came out of your mouth. So you should hear with your ears what you're saying with your mouth. As long as it came out of your mouth, even if you didn't hear it, you're Yotzei. Says the Mishabura, Sifkotan Dalud. Tzorich, you have to hear, hear what you're saying. That's a Dimmed Rabbanan from the Bach. The Rashba says that it's midaraisa lechatchila. You have to be lashmir laozno sefkotan hey bekriyashma vehu adin bebirchoseha. This din is lechatchila not only by kriyashma but also by the brachos of kriyashma, like we'll see later in Simon Reish Vav Sif Gimel. If you look at the number four, he points out that baruchu baruch shem kavom achuso also. That even though we're supposed to say it quietly, we had this a couple of days ago, the Kavachayim writes, you still have to hear what he's saying. Even though you could say it softer, it doesn't have to be as loud as the rest of Kriyashma, but even Baruch Shem, which we say, the dinner is to say it quietly, even that you're supposed to hear with your ears what you say with your mouth. Says the Mishaburavaita in Sivkatan Vav, Ubilvad, we said that if you don't hear it, it's okay as long as you express it with your mouth. Sivkatan Vav, we're on page 192. Aval im hir hir but if you just thought about it in your heart, you're not Yotzei. 
The kaim alone we hold here lav kedibur dami v'aimber lacha. We hold that here is not good enough, and therefore you would not be yotze with just hear her. Says the note number five. Ukishikore b'svasov af im ein kol yotze mipiv. Let's say a person is expressing the words with his mouth, but no voice, no call is coming out. So Shlomo Zaman Arba says, That's considered a dibur since it actually came out of your lips. From Vital, right, we're comparing Tfilah and Kriyashmalat, You have to Say with your lips, speak out the words with the hevel, with the steam that comes out of your mouth, the lobekol mamish. It doesn't have to actually be heard. Kanoda hevdel ben hevel lakol. Like we know the difference between hevel coming out and a kol coming out. Shem loke nikr hear her. If the hevel doesn't come out, you don't have a breath that's coming out when you're saying the words, that's called only hear her. Umashma sha'af she'enu motzei kol nashav adibur. He said as mashma that is considered dibur even if no kol actually comes out. There's an interesting note over here. It's on the Biyalacha. The Biyalacha, if you look at the first Biyalacha, So, without going into great detail over here, the Biyalacha actually brings down that that's why Kriya Shmalak we're discussing over here, certainly by other, by other mitzvahs. And then he brings down that that's what most of the posts can say. And it's a Pella, tremendous Tamiya Rabbi, he says, on the Shari Tshuva and the Birki Yosef, that they say, B'Shem the Sefer HaKharid, and that rove posts can hold that if you didn't hear what you said with your mouth, you're not Yotzei. They say it's, it's, it's connected to Gemara Mufarasha, so he leaves off with a Pella. But what I want from that Bir Lacha, more than the Bir Lacha itself, is note number six, which is a very interesting Shaila. And that is, you're at a Hanukkah party, as we're in the first night of Hanukkah, and uh, let's say you're Davin Mariv at an early minion, and you need to repeat Kriyashma later, and you realize that when you're at a Hanukkah party with blasting music, or you're at a Hasana, and it's very, very loud, and you want to say Kriyashma, so the Shaila is, interesting Shaila, do I have to actually hear what I'm saying? Look, I'll clearly have to hear what you're saying with your mouth. But do you have to actually hear it? Or it has to be at the level that you normally could hear it if the room was quiet? No, if the guys next to me are all screaming, Kriyashma, you're in a, a show where everyone's being very loud. So I have to scream over them to hear myself? Or I could say it with a normal voice that I can normally hear it, even if right now I can't hear it. That's the Shiloh. So look at note number six. If there's a lot of noise... There's a band playing music at a Hanukkah party or a Chasana. She'enu yochel u'shmoa b'kalus asmo. You can't hear easily what you're saying. You can't even talk to your guy next to you. So his topic akafachayin b'shem sefer chesed la'lofim ha'im tzarech la'gbiya kolu she'yishmu oznav. You have to raise your voice louder than usual in order to hear what you're saying. Oshe zegeder b'shir hadibur. Or maybe this halacha is a gedir in how loud you should speak. She'yochel u'shmoa that you'll be able to hear no, is this din l'chavchila the Mechaber is telling us that you have to be l'hashmiyah l'ozno l'hashmozi v'piv mamish you have to hear it or that's together and how loud you have to say it loud enough that you normally could hear it when you would say it but not if there's a band playing 15 inches away from you then of course you're not going to hear it it'll be okay or no you have to say it over the band or you have to go to a different room you have to make sure that you could hear it interesting Shaila umikom okom l'maysa you don't have to worry about this and scream it. Say it in your regular voice. You don't have to start screaming. 
Makes sense, you don't have to raise your voice louder. And then he ends up, ends up with a very interesting thing. He ends up with a tzorich in on the sisei chachomim v'parshas v'eira shebemakas tzvardeya. The sisei chachomim says the frogs were crowing very loud. Tzorich hayom Moshe litzok b'tzvilaso to go over the tzvardeya Moshe to scream his tzvila. Machmas rasha tzvardeya and because of the noise of the frogs he had to scream his tzvila. The gibias kolo kedela shmiel oznav. So he ends up with a, with a tzarech in on the Sesei HaChamim. Again, he, he doesn't have a, a basis. It sounds like his basis is, is, is his logic. His logic is you don't have to raise your voice over the, over the, over the, over the, over the band. He says, I'll pee my svara. So it doesn't make sense that the Sesei HaChamim says that Moshe Rabbeinu had to scream because he had to go over the frogs. He didn't have to go over the frogs. He was just davening. Davening is like Kriyashma. It has to be, it's a gather and how loud you have to speak. If there would be no frogs that you could hear yourself. So why does the Sesei HaChamim say Moshe had to scream to outscream the frogs? It's interesting, he's bringing a tzarachin on the Sisechamim based on his svara. I don't know if the Sisechamim has this, you know, but that's interesting shayla that he has. It does, it does bring down other svarim over here that argue a little less well known than those poskim. The Shalom Shuvah Shagra HaMeir writes that Kriyashma Ko'odom Tzarach L'Shmoa as Atzmo, each person has to hear himself. Ukvat Shemia Yomar B'Kol Ram. Someone who doesn't hear well has to say it louder so he's able to hear it. Could be that's not against them. It could be sound that you have to be able to hear with your ears if nothing else was there. But the fact that you're hard of hearing, you have to say it louder. That's what he says. Okay, that's the interesting. Shaila, Alex, you have a question on that? In a situation like that, you probably was proud, but it's what kind of government Good point. But let's say you're in a shul. Uh, right, when there's a band playing, you're right, the chasana. But if you're in a shul and everyone's davening together, so so how loud do you have to, you have to, you have to go? Do you have to out-scream everyone so you can hear yourself? It's, it's not necessarily that you're in the place that you shouldn't be saying it. It could be an appropriate place. It could be a shul. But that, that's the that's Shiloh, a very interesting Shiloh. Let's go on to Halach Adalad. In Machmas Choli O Ones Acher. If because of an illness or some other kind of Ones, Kora Kriyashma Belibo Yatsa. If there was an Ones, a person was sick, couldn't talk, and he said Kriyashma in his heart, the Machabi says he's Yotze. Says the Ramah, Again, if he's an Ones, he should do this. If he's in a place which is not totally clean, and he's not able to clean it, because of some kind of Ones, that's what he should do. He should think it in his heart. Unless it's a place that's totally matunaf, totally dirty, if it's really dirty, that it will be together in Mokamatinofis, it will be also even to be Maharir in Divrei Torah. So it's a very important uh, Mishabur over here, although well, all very important, but here particularly the Machaber says that if you were sick or you had an Ones, you should say Kriyashma on your heart and your Yotze. Says the Mishabur of Katan Zayin, Ha Yotze lo Lagamri Ka'amar. The Machaber doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean you're actually Yotze by thinking Kriyashma in your heart. We hold that thinking it is not like saying it. So you're not Yotze. Elo Ratzalom, what the Mechaber means to say is, the Al-Kolponim, if you're sick, you had a surgery on your throat and you can't speak. So, Yahara Kriyashma Belibo. So, at the very least, think Kriyashma in your heart. Hashem will give you a reward for that. You're not really Yotze Kriyashma. So, the Mechaber says that if you do it because of an Ones, you're Yotze, he doesn't mean you're Yotze, he means you should do it. That's a good backup plan. Hashem will reward you for, for your efforts. But you're not Yotze. That's not, that's not the mitzvah. 
Al-Kain, therefore, says the Meshavura, very important Afkamina. You're Yotze, you're not Yotze, very important Afkamina. Kishi Yistalek Ha'ones. Let's say it's some kind of Ones. You have something wrong with your throat. You go to the doctor, you have a procedure early in the morning, and he, and he takes care of it. And, and you get out, and it's still before Zman Kriyashma. Imadayin lo'over Zman Kriyashma, mechuyiv l'asr v'lakroso. You'd be mechuyiv to say Kriyashma again, because you weren't really Yotze. You did your best. You showed Hashem you wanted to do it. Hashem gave you schar for trying, for giving your best effort. But Lamaisi, you didn't say Kriyashma. So if the Ones goes away, so you say Kriyashma again. That's the Haskomas Rova Achron of Ayim Biralacha. So look at note number eight over here. V'lochein, therefore, Misha Tzivayu Harofa, Shelo Yotzi Bepiv, Afilu Teva Achas. Lamesha Zman Masim, a person who has something wrong with his throat, and the doctor tells him, or some other part of his body, the doctor says, no speaking. You can't speak. For a, for a certain amount of time. Shem lokein yoved kolo. You're going to lose your voice forever if you speak. You can't speak for a week. You had a procedure done. If you talk, it's going to mess up the procedure. So Shlomo Zalman Paschen, she yahahir belibu as kola tefillah v'kriyashma. He should think to himself the kriyashma and tefillah. Kevan she'enu tzarech la'abed as kola la'olam. You're not mechuyiv to give up your voice forever. Kedei l'kayim misses kriyashma with tefillah. For your one-time kiyam right now, kriyashma and tefillah, you don't have to risk Giving up your, your voice forever. Vahosafi adds on, if you remember what we learned last time, Shim Gam Yishma Kriyashma Miachir, if you also hear Kriyashma from someone else, Yebazet Tosevas became a mitzvah, that would be even better. Like we learned last time, you could hear Kriyashma from someone else, that would be an even better Eitzah. Or in Vishal, do both, do the most that you can. Says the Mishabura Vaitans, if Kadon Ches, the Ramah said, not only like the Machabah that you're Yotze, but the way we explained it in the Mishabura, that Hashem will reward you for your efforts for doing it, even though you didn't actually do the mitzvah. But even the Chathchila, you should do that if you're, in a, if you're in a somewhat dirty place. Says the Mishabura, Sifkaton Ches, Kosova Taz, the Taz writes, a Chiddush. What? Yeah, the, the, the Shlomo Zalman put, uh, they put the two together. Kriya Shema and Shemona Esrei. Yeah. So it sounds like it will be put together. You can do the best you can and then... Um, you have to, to daven again because you're really supposed to hear what you're saying. So look at the Mishabura Sifkat Nuches. Kosova Taz, Mizei Yeishlumul, B'mishet Tzomei Balaylo. The Taz says a, a Chiddush that they, that they attack him for. He says from here we can learn that someone who's thirsty at night, the Mitaso, he's in his bed and he's very thirsty. She'iyesher lo lito yodavu levarich. It sounds, as you'll see from the Hemshah, that he's just very tired. It's just hard for him to get a bed and wash Negevaser and, and, and make a bracha. It's too difficult. You're in bed. It's hard to move. You're, you're tired. So just think the bracha in your heart and drink. So the Taz says that we see from here. The Mati Yehuda argues them and he writes, What do you mean he's tired? Get up and wash your hands. He's able to get up and wash his hands. How could you bring a riot from our case? The person is sick. He's an honest. He can't do it. So we say, if you can't do it, you have no other answer, so think it in your heart. So a guy's lazy in his bed. He should think it in his heart. He's, he's not an honest. He's not a chole. He can get up and do it. You can't learn from a, from a case where it's impossible otherwise to a case where it is possible otherwise. You can't learn to a case where a person's in bed and he's thirsty, which is efsher, to get up and do what you have to do from a case of e-efsher where he's a chole or he's an ones. And then he says, And even if he doesn't have enough water for both, for washing and drinking, so he push it, he really needs a drink, so he wants to use the water for drinking, he doesn't have the water for washing. Or he has some kind of onus that he can't get up because of the cold. He can clean his hands on the wall. Or anything else that will cleanse his hands. 
and he can make a bracha. This is even if he knows that he touched a dirty part of his body. And we learned this earlier, way back, that really just to get rid of the Ruach, Ruh, you have to wash Negevaser. But just to learn Torah, to make a bracha, you can just clean your hands. And therefore, what is the Taz talking about? That a person wants to make a bracha in his bed, in his bed and he's too lazy to get up, so just think it in your heart. What do you mean? You don't, you don't, he doesn't have to get up. Just wipe your hands on the wall, clean your hands a little bit. You're allowed to make a bracha like that. So they take major issue with the taz. But let's look at note number 10 over here. Note number 10 writes, that which the Ramah says, that a makum she'enu naki legamri, what does it mean? It's a makum that's not clean totally. So the Mugan Avram explains, we're talking about over here, a bias em merchatz. As we learned previously, there are three rooms for the merchatz. There's the inner room where everyone is unclothed. There's the outer room where people are clothed. And then there's the middle room, which is a, a mixture. So the Mugan Avram says, what the Ramah is talking about over here, is the bias em of a merchatz. Sheshom chelek manoshem omdim levushim v'chelkam arumim. At the Ramah wrote earlier, Shemutu lahayr sham b'divayterah. That's the place where you shouldn't speak divayterah, but you can be mahayr. That's the case the Ramah is talking about over here, that a person should think it. Note 11 is what I just spoke out, because I just see it inside, what we learned earlier in the Mishavura about just wiping your hands, when you don't, that you don't actually have to wash them to make a bracha. According to most poskim, shom kasa shafilu im yeishlomayim. Even if a person has water, the rotsa levarich olum otara. He wants to make a bracha or lentara. According to the primagadim and the gura, masbik lekaneach yada bakosla. It's enough to wipe your hands on the wall, or bechodav shemanaka, or anything else that will clean your hands. The Afim Yashin Arum, and even if a person is sleep, sleeping without any clothes on, Shaz Mistoma Yodamatunafos, there we could assume he touched a dirty part of his body while he was sleeping. The Rakhide Lahavir Esaruach Ratzarach Mayim, only to get rid of the Ruach Ra, that's what you need water for. But you don't need to get rid of the Ruach Ra to make a bracha or to learn Torah. However, according to the Zohar, Lo Yivarach Bulinatil Sidaim Shachris. The Zohar says that one should not make a bracha. Without washing negavas in the morning, v'sayim and the mishabur ends off sheroy lahachmir kashiyesh lemay. That if you have water, you should rely and be makbid like the zohar to in fact wash your hands. But there's there's what to rely on, not to wash your hands, and therefore they take issue with this taz. Says the mishabur vaiter, finishing up the sif sifkatan test, the last line on page one ninety two. We said in the ramah, as long as it's not a place that's totally dirty, in which case you can't even be maharher. Bedivrei uh, Torah or the bracha. So says the Mishabura, the mamokum ahum matunaf lagamri. If you're in a place that's totally dirty, lo yaharher nusach kriyashma or bracha. You should not be thinking the nusach of kriyashma or the bracha. Rak yachshu belibo. You should think in your heart the following. Shemuchuyev oivei. I'm chayiv to make a bracha now, or I'm chayiv in kriyashma. And I, I'm not able to be mekayimit. And be bothered by the fact that you're chay of a bracha, but you can't make the bracha. And Hashem will see to your heart, He'll look to your heart, to give you a word just for your machshava, since you are honest. Those who are drinking in the Beis are doing the wrong thing, without a bracha. Because they're even here as Aser. It's not an honest, go outside and drink. So it comes out interesting that even though the Mechaber seems to pass in over here, that if you thought it in your heart, you're so the Shavuot told us, it doesn't mean you're Yotze, it means if you're not able to say it, you're an Ones, you're a Chola, so then... You should think it in your heart. You're not, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah, but at least you'll get schar for that. 
And if in your mokum that's very dirty, and you have such an ones that's even greater than that, that you can't even be thinking the bracha, you should think how you wish to make the bracha, and Hashem will look to your heart and give you schar for the, for the ratzen. For the ratzen making the bracha, even though you're not even being mahar the bracha, you're being mahar the ratzen to say the bracha. Those are the different dagas. We'll stop here, and Amit Hashem will continue tomorrow night. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shir on any daf in shas, including Maramakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.